My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. This is America. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done. And here we are now. Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely. Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this. Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is going to be the American century. Because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. Hello and welcome to another episode of An Irishman in America with me, Jarlath Regan, and of course, our US correspondent, Marion McKeown. Well, we have an awful lot to get through in terms of what's taken place in America this week, from Liz Cheney to Derek Chauvin's attempt to get a mistrial and to Facebook's decision on the big man himself. Well, we'll get to that later on, but the last time I heard of Scooter Libby was when Donald Trump gave him a pardon. Until that time, like so many of these scandals, I think my main source of knowledge was David Letterman, (laughs) Marion. I don't know how many times I heard. (laughs) It was also the name Scooter uh, just lent itself so well to David Letterman and Saturday Night Live ripping into him. But when I dug into this in preparation for our conversation, I realised this man is a lot more than just the butt of a late night show joke. Maybe you can educate the listeners to start with who this guy was. Okay, and you know what? The name Scooter Libby. Now, funny enough, it's a ridiculous name for any person over the age of three, but it's a very (laughs) waspy thing in America. It is. they, they, They call each other by these names that they never grow out of and if you if you it's kind of fascinating because because um my uh, fiance was a wasp and i got an insight into waspy world and uh, it's it's um they have these little names for each other like scooter and shrimpy and whatever and and if you are a member of the family you can call them that name but if you're not or if you're not in the inside circle then you call them something else that shows that you're not really in the inside circle and it's all a and so these people keep these names into their adulthood because they never leave their circle and scooter libby was one of those classic wasp like he went to yale he was a protege of Paul Wolfowitz, who was in the Nixon administration, along with Donald Rumsfeld and Dick Cheney. So th- th- these were all people who who stayed, like they grew up together, not Cheney, he was a bit of an outsider, he didn't come from the same elite circle, but they they were all East Coast neoconservatives who all reinforced each other's views and prejudices, all from wealthy families. So Scooter Libby started off in the world that he would stay in for, for all of his life as a sort of a, an insider, a Washington political insider, as said, educated, went to all the right schools, went to all the right colleges, hung out with all the right conservative people, and um, basically had a number of insider positions in Republican government circles until he, and finally he reached his apex, I 
suppose you might say, or his nadir, depending on your view, when Dick Cheney became vice president. And, and it was widely regarded that it was Cheney who was in the driver's seat and, and George W. Bush was in the passenger seat. And Scooter Libby became Dick Cheney's chief of staff. So he was in, regarded by many, many people between 2000 and, and until his demise when he resigned after his indictment as, as one of the most powerful people in Washington. And if you wanted the administration's ear, you had to get it through Scooter Libby. And if Scooter Libby phoned you, you took that phone call because you had the weight of Dick Cheney behind that phone call. So he became a very, very powerful man in Washington. And uh, and he, like all of these neocons, he was very prone to flaunting his power, to using his power and to abusing his power as well, which is what brings us to our, our scandal this week. Yeah, our scandal this week. Now, I, again, I, I find this one really peculiar because I was aware of it and probably our listeners will be too. I was aware.